Welcome to the Deskbound Therapy Podcast, hosted by David London. David is a posture and mobility expert, yoga teacher, and certified online trainer. This podcast is about empowering deskbound professionals, how to live their healthiest life, and move pain-free. Now, let's dive into this episode. Kill every day and own your fucking life. Bless up. Hey, bless up. Welcome back to episode 30 of Deskbound Therapy Podcast. This is a huge milestone for the podcast, reaching episode 30 with none other than Bawanka over here, the host of Continual Growth Podcast. He is a growth coach and he's all about the mindset. Today, we're going to really dig deep, pick his brain, learn about mindset, learning about being disciplined and how you can use time as your number one asset. So really happy to have you here, man. Hey, man, I appreciate being on the show. Thanks for having me. And I'm just, I'm, re- I'm ready to have some fun. Yeah, man, we just did some push-ups. I had a workout earlier. Got a lot of energy to share with the audience here. So why don't you just start with your story, you know, how you started CG, how you became a growth coach. And then we'll go into more specifics after that. Okay, I mean, uh, just growing up, I mean, uh how how far back you want me to go? Uh, five, ten years. Five, ten years. Okay, okay. Well, well, yeah. Like um, when I was younger, I was a terrible student. Like terrible, terrible, terrible class. Not paying attention in in school. Somehow, I still found a way to make it to to university. Um, but that's because I love playing basketball. Um, and, and when I was there, it only lasted about a year. And I realized, you know, this this isn't for me. Um, and from there, I just went into the, I went into the labor force. Um, and I worked all different types of labor jobs, like anything you can think of. I did it. Um, and it was terrible. It sucked. All these jobs, I, I hated them, they sucked, but whatever you do what you got to do when you, when you don't have that education. Um, and, uh, I think the last, the last job that I worked out as a labor job was, uh, was on the rigs, the oil rigs in Alberta. And with that, um, you learn a lot of discipline. It's really hard work and you just, you learn how to work hard. Um, so from there, I, I moved to Toronto. Um, I became a, a personal trainer. And while I was, while I was personal training, I really started understanding like, this is, this is good. Like, this is like, I'm helping people right now. I've never had a job before where I got to, where I got to help people. And the the enjoyment the fulfillment that you get from 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 helping someone from showing someone like that doesn't believe that they're able to do something that they can do it that's that's one of the one of the greatest feelings ever um and 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 that's kind of what what led me to just always wanting to help people um and then just i was a trainer for probably four or five years um and i felt like it was it was time to make the switch um and, and not just only focus on the physical aspect but start focusing on on the mental and just and just all the daily disciplines that you can do throughout your life to just to live your best life, and that's kind of that's kind of where where continual growth started. Um, there's me, uh, a, a few friends. We were just we all had the same kind of mindset. We're all reading, working on different habits every every day. Um, we kind of had the some of some of our products were already created, but like in the in the beginning stages. Um, and we were just using them, getting so much, so much out of them for ourselves. And we said, you know what? Like, if we just keep this to ourselves, that's that's selfish of us. Like, we need to we need to 
share this with the world. And, and that's kind of where, where continual growth came from. And uh, we've been growing ever since. No, so it's a pretty sick uh, story because I've been in fitness for nine years myself. And it wasn't until the last two or three years where I'm starting to really dive deep into the mindset. You know, when I'm helping my clients, we really go into that before we go into the specifics of the fitness. We really kind of go over, you know, like, like the way you got to think, the, your outlook in terms of your eating. It's not just like giving people workouts, but really I see this becoming more of a trend, whether it be in fitness or in everyday life, people are really focusing on the mindset these days. So it's great to see kind of the growth culture growing. Mm -hmm. Like I know I've worked with people, whether it's be diet or nutrition, and they've tried everything to lose weight. And it's not until we, you know, we go into that mindset of why they're thinking a certain way, why they really have their goals. Cause you know, like your goals, but there's always another why underneath. And it wasn't until you really do that deep work that you really start to gain control of your life. Yeah, yeah. And that's like one of our biggest things that continual growth is self-awareness. We just say self-awareness is a must. And um, I feel like a lot of it, a lot of the mindset comes back to, comes back to your habits. Because uh, there's been studies done and about 45% of everything that you do, it happens by habit. So in, in order to, to, to just have more control of, of your life, you need to have more control of have more control of your habits because those are things that are happening automatically and um and, and that's kind of that's kind of where the, the the growth journey for me started was I, I decided like like i told you i was working all these terrible jobs i was a laborer i didn't have the skills um and and and, and while i was being an entrepreneur and, and just trying different things it was just it was it was trying there wasn't a lot a lot of structure behind it um it was just a lot of guessing and and not as much of a, as much of a plan um, compared to once I once I did start saying okay this is this is the person I want to be these are the habits that I need to build in order to be that person and that's kind of that's kind of where everything shifted right so it's not just about saying you have these bad habits and these good habits you need to think about it what habits do I need to have in order to achieve your goal it's not just like I need to work out every day or I need to do X, Y, and Z, you really need to think of the person you want to be in the future and then kind of reverse engineer it. Exactly. That's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, cause we all know how hard it is to change your habits for sure. Like I remember you gave me the habit tracker and I did it the first month of January and I meditated every single day and I still haven't stopped, but I found like once I, it was harder for me to stick to it when I wasn't tracking it. Like oh, after yeah. the 21 days, I was like, Oh, I, 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 am I going to race in and write a new goal or am I going to, so I yeah. find like having that tactile feedback is like, I don't know if you would call it like reinforcement, but I find it really reinforces the habit. Oh yeah. Cause like, I, like tracking, tracking and measuring is you can't lie to yourself. When you track something, you can't lie to yourself. If you're not tracking it, it's very, very easy to lie to yourself. Oh, I didn't eat this. I didn't do that. Um, but that's cause you're not tracking it. But as soon as you say like, I want to read, three times this week you're gonna know did you either read three times or did you not read three times um and that's that's where the the high performance matrix comes in because that's where you have to say like you have multiple different habits that you're working on and you're still able to track them throughout the week so at what point would these habits be like do you ever believe that these habits can become ingrained and you don't need to track it for example are you just tracking things you need to work on until they become subconscious and then you have some sort of medium habits that are that are strong, but you need to get stronger. 
Yeah. So like the way that it works, it's, it's, uh, you start out with like what you talked about, the, the 21 board, mm-hmm. the, the ultimate habit, uh, building machine. And you, you use that and you create the habit. Once you've created the habit, now you move it to the high performance matrix where maybe you don't have to do it every day, but you decide how many times you want to do it in the week. And one of our rules is nothing should ever be higher than five. And, and, and the, the reason why is because a lot of times everybody wants to be a, a go-getter, overachiever. I'm going to do seven days. I'm going to do seven days. Every week, I'm going to do seven days. But what happens is one day you miss a day. And like six days is really good. If you can do six days all the time, that's incredible. But you're not going to feel good after you miss a day. So if you switch and you just say five is my max and you think you're doing like, if you want it, this is only if you want to do it all the time. Um, but say you, you say, okay, I want to read five times a week and you know, day one, day two, you, you read, uh, f- four days and then you, you miss a day. You end up doing it on, on Saturday. You, you feel good about it. Five is good. Maybe even if you do one extra day on the weekend, it's, it's, you're going to feel even better about it. But if your goal is seven and let's say you miss Thursday, you're going you're gonna to say, I can't accomplish this goal. And probably Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to miss a couple of those days too because you already know that you can't make it. So all of everything that we do is, is about setting yourself up to succeed. So once you do get to a certain point, um, like say like for me, it was meditation. Um, I put meditation in, and I would just do seven days, seven days, seven days. It, was, it became just a habit for me and it became, it's something I do all the time, but I don't track it. So there's, there's certain things that I do. Like another one was um, I, I wanted to drink water right when I woke up. So I started uh, one of my habits I built was very simple. Takes probably like one minute, but have a cup of water beside the bed. And right when I wake up, I can drink my water. That's a habit I no longer track. It's just something I do. So there's, there's, there's things like that. And then there's things that are like, that's all you're always going to struggle with. So for, for me, that's, that's, that's exercise. And my goal is always, my goal is always at least five times a week. And that could be any type of exercise. It doesn't have to just be the, be the gym, but I'm going to track that always. And, and I'll see how I do. And there's days where I might miss two days in a row. And when that happens, I know, okay, like I can't miss any more days. Otherwise I'm not going to make it. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of this course I took called the online personal trainer Academy. And it taught us to plan your dream week is to like, just put in what you want in your ideal week to work. Like when you want to work out, when you want to train clients and put that on blue and then everything else you put in red and you're like, and it reminds you like, does this really fit where I want it to fit? So it's a similar idea with the habit tracking. You really can, can think about it and seeing if those actions you're taking are lining up with your goals. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff is all of that is, is that's the definition of, of legit taking control of your life. You're saying, what do I want my life to be like? And then you're going out there and creating it instead of just waking up and I got to go to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got it. It's not that you, you have to do it. It's, it's instead you start finding things that you want to do. Um, and when you switch, when you switch your mindset to, I want to go to work or I get to go to work instead of uh, like, I, like I have to go to work, that's kind of when, when you start looking at work in a, in a different type of light and you start looking at it from a more, a more grateful place instead of a more, this is something I have to do, I'm forced to do it. Yeah, the vocabulary is such a huge thing that we don't consider because we just fall into using this vocab that we're 
you know, where we see on online on TV and we kind of grow up with. And one thing recently, one habit I've been, I've been tracking my board is I've been trying not to, I've been, let me rephrase. I've been trying not to use the word try. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> it's very hard. I'm just trying to be like, I'll, I'll, instead of like, I'll try to, to help with X, Y, Z. I'm trying to be, I'm going to do my best. You know, I'm just trying to change my vocab because the word try implies that we're not enough and you're not giving it enough. Yeah. So it's definitely a hard change, but it's really good to be able to express yourself how, how you mean it. Yeah. It does affect perfect, you on the inside. Yeah. I got a perfect example for you. So when I was a trainer, um, like, I, the word can't i i've always been against it i think i heard something when i was young it was like the the word can't should never be in uh, anyone's vocabulary or something like that and um i remember people would come and and they would, we would start training and they're like i can't do this i can't do that and i was like you can't you're not even allowed to say the word can't so i started with like, <laughs> anytime you say can't you have to do five push-ups but that, that was that was too easy so i switched that i said okay Anytime you say can't, you got to do five burpees. And that kind of really instilled it into, into my clients. And not only did it help my clients, it also really, really helped me. Because if I'm telling people, like, there's no way you can ever say you can't, there's no way I can say it. And once you kind of change that belief system, man, things just like you, you start really believing, like, I can, I can do this. Whatever it is, I can do this. It's so true. And it, it definitely takes time, but it's so empowering. Like you, you genuinely feel like, like stronger minded and, and overall when you change your vocabulary. And, and I like too that what you said, it, it takes time. Um, because you know, the, the world that we live in right now, it's, uh, it's, it's everything happening fast, uh, instant gratification, but like whatever it is, if it's really worth it, it will take time and you have to put the time in to get out of it what you what you want to get out of it because if you don't put the time in you're never gonna you're never gonna build whatever it is that you want like if you want massive biceps you got to do them curls if you don't do the curls they're 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 never gonna grow right and you got to do it often for for a long time yeah you really have to that's where it comes back to knowing your why it doesn't need to be fitness it can be anything like getting a new job getting into a better car if you don't know your why then it's going to be so hard for you to put in those reps and really spend the time because fitness like i've been in fitness for nine years and i you know i i thought i'd see results in 90 days nine years ago so it's like you really have to fall in love with the process itself and the day-to-day mm -hmm. so like another thing i'm working on is i've been also trying to learn guitar since ninth grade of high school and it's yeah. not until like the last i say this year i finally hit that intermediate to advanced level mm. and then still when i practice i go through homework and it's extremely frustrating and i often have to remind myself like what the goal is or like it's gonna take time and i can't i can't allow myself to expect it just because i'm practicing a new technique once then i'm gonna get it. and i feel like that resonates with a lot of areas in our life like we think it's easy but really it's not you just got to spend the time yeah always that's what it always comes down it always comes down to the time and like you probably listen to someone playing the guitar and it's flawless and you're like i i know exactly how it's supposed to sound i want it to sound just like this and you try and do it but you're not able to do it and you're like how come i can't make it sound like this guy but the person that you're listening to is probably putting like so so much more time yeah, it's interesting because I, I notice if I try to play for too long, I get bored. So mm -hmm. for me, like if I try to do an hour, like I just kind of, I lose my interest. So I, I've recently broken up into smaller periods. 
but I, I definitely agree though like comparing yourself to an expert is one of the biggest mistakes you can make because it just like you can't look at someone else's journey and for the longest time i would listen to songs and be like oh i can play that and I'm like what the hell yeah exactly like you said <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah, know and I, like another thing for me um uh i i feel like it was probably five six maybe even seven years ago it was a while ago but um i didn't used to do legs a lot i was i was you know one, hey, you're day, one of those one day a week leg day and then you're sore the whole entire week and you do it again and you're sore the whole entire week and you can never really get good at one move because you only do it once a once a week um and and even then sometimes you, you skip it because you're like oh, man i'm only i'm only making it out this many times and i gotta get them show muscles good um uh, but it wasn't until i made a commitment i said you know what like I'm tired of this. My legs were skinny. I'm like, I'm tired of this. I'm growing these legs out and I'm committing to it at least a year. I'm going to do legs two times a week, every single, every week that I work out. And from there, it kind of, it grew into something, right? Like I just, I, I was able to do it two times. My legs were killing all the time. Um, but I think by like the time the, the second year came, that's where I started like learning how to really, how to really deadlift a lot and deadlift properly, squat properly started learning how to do different workouts and that was when I started like enjoying legs and um and, and really trying to grow them out um so I, I do feel like it's 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 time but not only just time what the time is going to lead you to it's going to lead you to things that you can't even think of like right now whenever you're making the decision it's interesting because a lot of times when you're doing that work if you work at a desk job and want to move pain-free, look and feel your best, let's get the conversation started to see if you could be a good fit for David's coaching program. Connect with us through all the social platforms and see the show notes below. Like it can be, it can be pretty intimidating. So I guess you, so you suggest, you know, looking at what it can bring you. And a lot of times I, I definitely agree. Like a lot of times the outcome is better than you could have ever predicted. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, how do you get over that block where you're like, you just, you know, whether you're stuck or whether you're, you're just not motivated anymore or you just feel like nothing's working? Like, what are some strategies you would use with your clients? Some strategies um, for being stuck? Yeah, say you have that goal and you're putting in the time, but just like you're frustrated and you can't find, say you lose your enjoyment or yeah. it's just not the same for you. I would say one of the biggest things is, uh, is like having having, I don't know, like cards in your back pocket or just being able to remember things that you've done before. That's always probably like the, the, the best thing for me. Um, so basically like it doesn't even have to be anything big. It could be whatever you set out to do that you've done, you remember that and then build on that. And you're going to, you're always going to have something that you can say like, okay, I've been in this tough place before. I, let me just stick with it and be able to get through it. And um, I feel like the more things that you're able to kind of stick with and, and, and get through, the, the easier it's going to be whenever those, whenever those roadblocks come. What are some other habits you're currently working on? Some other habits I'm currently working on. So right now, uh, I'm actually not at 21 right now. My most recent one that I finished was um, using my fitness pal uh, for tracking my food. So, like I said, like you can, it's very easy to lie to yourself. I always thought I had pretty good nutrition. Um, I've been over the years, I've been getting a little better, a little, a little better. But 
everything became real that first week I started tracking it because I started actually understanding this is how much carbs I'm having. This is how much fat I'm having, how much protein. And I was having way too much fat and, 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 and too much carbs and not enough protein. And it was easy to, for me to, well, not easy, but I started making that change and I can slowly see my, see my body changing now. Um, so that's, that's probably a really good habit that I, that I added into my life recently. Yeah, tracking is really a lot of people think it's restrictive, but actually you should approach it from the point where just to get a baseline to see how much you're eating, first of all. And it, it comes back to that awareness. Like if you didn't know you're eating, weren't eating a protein, but your biceps weren't getting massive like you wanted, then well, now you know. So you exactly. can really, it's, it's really cool. Like I've been doing it. I've been tracking. I've got like a, a thousand day streak or something. On my fitness pal? Yeah, over a thousand. God, you, damn. Better, you better add that's, me up on there. That's, that's impressive, man. I thought I was I thought I was good with meditation. That was like the first uh the first um the first habit I ever built. Um I, I my goal was well my goal wasn't to get to a thousand. My goal was just to keep going. But as I started getting closer and closer, I think I missed that like nine fifty-eight or something. I missed a day. Um but that was where I was just like, this is this is this is crazy, right? Like it just becomes, it becomes a part of your life. So for you, I can tell for sure, like knowing what you're eating is it's, it's a part of your life. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I don't think I would have stuck with it if they didn't have that feature that told me my streak, it would have been just like, there's no accountability. And I feel like whether it's a coach or your habit tracker, like accountability is, is so underrated and yet so powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's, so that's what we talk about all the time too, right? Like consistency, consistency over everything. Self-awareness is a must and you always got to keep it real. So meaning you can't say, all right, I'm going to use my fitness pal. Let me eat this piece of cheesecake, but I'm not going to track it because you're not going to, you're not going to get what you want out of the tracking. You got to, you got to be able to see like what you're actually doing. So yeah, you can't, you can't be lying to yourself. It's interesting because we tend to fall into these these behaviors versus if you like allow yourself to have a treat, for example, like I've been allowing myself to, to track more chocolate and more cookies. And now that I'm allowing myself to have them, I'm not craving sweets anymore. So it's interesting how when you have that awareness, your body kind of adapts to that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, for sure. And I think it is it's, it's good, too, because I actually used to eat even healthier um, before I started tracking because I didn't actually know what was going on. I just tried to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm going to eat really healthy. Let me, let me stick to that. And that, that should be a good, that should be a good baseline. But now I can, I can see like, Oh, I can have a snack here and I can have a snack there and just change what I'm eating throughout the day. And I'm still going to be good. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's the thing. Cause it's really about, empowering you with the right tools and my fitness pal is a great example and the habit tracker is another super great example so what would you recommend for people who want to you know change their lives but they feel a lot of resistance coming up towards that change like they're ready for that growth but they still feel that there's something that's pulling them back what are some continual growth strategies or some some blanca wise words you got for them yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good question because it's, it's not easy to change the person who you built your whole entire life. Like for me, I'm, I'm 33 now. Um, and I think I started changing who I am at around 20, 29, probably, or maybe a little younger, but anyways, um, but it's, 
it's you you've been working for close to 30 years or however old you are you've been working on on being that person so you can't just right away just change and say like, i'm done i'm someone else this is this is who i am and and and, and just life happens like that and and everybody's just like oh you're this you're the new person it's it takes time right um uh one of the things that we do at, at continual growth is we have something that's called a, a letter to myself and I made mine when I started my um, when I started my my journey, and basically what it's talking about is 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 the type of life that you want to live, the type of person that you want to be. Because at the end of the day, everything in life it just comes down to a decision. You can be whatever type of person you want to be. You can live whatever type of life that you want to live, but you have to decide this is what you want, and then and then go out there and and, and do it and. For anybody who's interested in, in, in creating one of these, um, like I have one, everybody in the company has one, all of our clients have one. It's just, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of similar to a vision board, but it's just, it's, it's a, this is who, who I am and, and this is the type of life that I want to live. Um, you can find it on our website, continualgrowth.ca. Um, but kind of once you, once you have that and you know what it is that you want to do, now you have to fight against the, the old person, uh, the, the old Bawanka, the old, the old David London, who, whoever it is that, that you've worked your whole entire life to become, you have to say like, that's not me anymore. And that's, that's definitely, definitely, definitely not easy. It's something, that's, it's something that's hard. It's something that takes a lot of time. You have to get really real with yourself um and that like that that hurts it's not like it's not an easy process it's not easy for you to say like you know what like i don't have enough empathy and then say that's something i wanna i wanna work on um i, I never allow myself to be vulnerable that's that's something i want to work on so it's it's definitely like i've been talking about this whole time time you need you need time and you need dedication you need to say like this is what i want and if you really, really want it, you'll be able to find a way to go out there and get it. Time plus dedication equals success. I got hey, it. I got it. Bless hey, up. Hey, I love it. It's interesting because you can look back and you can see how much you've changed and how much you've grown. So it's an interesting concept to think of that you're becoming a newer version of yourself because it because it's so true, we are still the same person, and the same soul, but it's more like our mindset and our philosophy and the way we carry ourselves is what's changing and you become more disciplined. That's, that's, that's what it is, man. And I told you, I worked terrible jobs. I did not graduate university. I went there for one year. Um, it, I remember when I was, I, I used to live in London, uh, like Ontario. And um, I remember some of my friends were moving to Toronto. They wanted me to move to Toronto too. And they said, just come, you can be a, you can be a truck driver. And that was my reality probably seven, 10 years ago, right? Coming to Toronto to, to, to be a truck driver. And now I, I, I look at where I am now. Um, like we have this company, Continual Growth. We're helping people every single day. Um, we have the podcast. Definitely tune into the Continual Growth podcast if you want to hear more things like this. Um, I'm also a real estate agent, um, but all of this stuff happens. It's just all a part of the process and you just have to trust the process. It's hard to, it's very easy to say, it's not so easy to do, 
But once you kind of are able to, to buy into that program, buy into the process and just say, let me just enjoy this. That's kind of when, when, when life just starts, starts giving you everything. Yeah. I've noticed too, the more I work on my growth, like the more things that I want to happen or come out, like I'm attracting more like-minded people in my life just by doing the growth work and I'm attracting more ideal clients and I'm having better conversation with people just by focusing on myself. It kind of gives other people the opportunity and the inspiration to grow as well. Mm-hmm. So when doing all this work, like you mentioned, the habit tracker and then the self journal letter to yourself, like at what point would you recommend, whether it be journaling or reflection, would it be at the end of the week to see how you did? Is there some sort of um, thing you guys do? Yeah. So in terms of, in terms of re- reflection, um, one of my habits that I, that I actually built was, uh, it was, it was thinking, right? So um, somewhere between 15 to, to 30 minutes of thinking, I'm not saying you need to do this every day, but it's good to get away from your phone, get away from the TV, get away from all the distractions and just be one with your thoughts. And right away, you start to understand like whatever issues that you're having or anything, like so much can come to you. Like perfect example, the shower. In the shower, it's just you, yourself, your thoughts. And I don't know about you, but it's the me best for time. sure. It's the best time to think. So there's always things that are going to come to you. But you can, you can do that at other times than just the shower. But you just got to get rid of the distractions around you because the, the, the life we're living right now, there's so many distractions. And I'm even going to give a quick tip to, to, to kind of block out distractions. So one of the things I'm doing right now and, and working on is um, like while I'm working, I, I like to just give 100% to work. Um, and then when I'm with friends, family, whatever, give 100% to that. So I like to just get all the work done as fast as possible. And I know my phone is its huge, biggest distraction that there is. So all the distracting apps that I have on my phone, right when I get to, right when I get to HQ and I start working, I delete all of them. I'm not saying like I get rid of my Instagram, I'm never going to be able to go on again. I delete it. So now if I want to go on Instagram, the only way I can go on is to reinstall it, which is going to take at least a minute and a half, two minutes. So you got to think about like, is this really what I want to do? Um, and then at the end of the day, or whenever you're done that, you can just, you can reinstall. Um, and that's just a really, really good productivity hack that, that I've been using. Um, and, and it helps a lot. It's just, you just got to be disciplined to be like, you know what? I, I, me personally, I know that, that I can't beat, I can't beat Instagram. No matter what, if I don't delete it, my head is going there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and just start scrolling for absolutely no reason. So that's why I just delete it. Yeah, it's the brutal force way, but it's pretty effective, especially these days. We're stuck at home and we're on the computer a lot. Social media can really pull back from your growth because you, you really need that, that time away from that to really sit with your thoughts, sit with your, your mind. And really just kind of let things marinate. And if you're not spending that time, you're only just going to be limiting your potential for growth. So that's definitely something I'm going to try is just delete it. Mm-hmm. Let's try it, man. You're going to love it. And I promise anybody who tries this, I promise 1 million percent, you're going to get your phone. You're going to go exactly to where Instagram usually is on your phone and you're going to press it or you're at least going to like think about pressing it. And when that happens, understand you're like Instagram owns you. And when you understand that, it becomes easier to be like, okay, let me get this away from me. 
um, at least for, for now, so I can do the things that I want to do. And then you can always bring it back. But it's, it's, it's about being, being in control of, of, of it instead of letting it own you. Yeah, own your fucking life. Let's go. Own your fucking life all day, every day. Now we're going to finish off with rapid fire questions. So I'm going to ask you five or six questions. Answer off the top of your head. So the first one here for you. How do you find a work-life balance without losing your sanity and feeling guilty? Oh, man. So that, this is something I've, I've definitely been working on for, for quite some time. Uh, my, my, I guess my focus for the year is, is actually focus and, and just focusing on one thing, one thing at a time. Um, there's a really good book I read. It's called, it's called The One Thing. And basically, it just talks about putting 100% into, into that one thing. Um, so when I'm working, I'm going to put 100% into it. Don't talk to me. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm focused. But when I'm done, I'm going to put 100% into, into the, the meal I'm going to eat. I'm going to put 100% into the relationships that I'm going to have. Um, everything that I'm doing, I want to put 100% into it. Um, and, and I find with something like that, you become a lot more productive and you get way more out of everything it is that you're doing. Absolutely. But it's definitely not easy and, and it takes work. You really got to do that deep work. And, and just like we said before, remove those distractions and it'll allow you to achieve that. So a big one here. Everyone always has t- trouble with this question. Who is your greatest inspiration and why? Ooh, my greatest inspiration? Easy. E.T. Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. This is the guy who got me started. If you don't know who he is, you've probably heard him before. He says, he says when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Oh, that's so, one of my favorite quotes ever. Yeah. So when I was kind of starting my, uh, my personal development journey and I just decided that I wanted more, I listened to it's something that's called Thank God It's Monday. This is him when he first started. Now he's, he's huge. So many people know about him. But when he first started, um, it's just so raw, so authentic. I used to listen to that all the time. And that was just like, go 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 give me more work harder right and that 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 kind of like uh that kind of motivated and inspired me i don't listen to him as much anymore because i I feel like i got that motivation and inspiration and now it's kind of learning different different skills um to 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 just make everything everything easier and smoother for me yeah et is the man for sure for sure thank Mm -hmm. god it's monday (laughs) so what is one food you'd rate 10 out of 10 Jeez, just one, eh? Just one. Oh man, I'm gonna go with cheesecake. I love cheesecake. I actually tried to make a cheesecake the other day. It turned out, it turned out all right. Better, like not bad for a first try, but uh, yeah, cheesecake, cheesecake is something I love, and I don't think I'll ever turn that down. Yeah, it's a good, good choice, good choice. So, is there anyone who's influenced, you know, your growth journey who doesn't know how much they've impacted your life? Anybody who's whose impact who helped my growth journey, man, I would I would say most likely probably uh, Stir, Coach Stir. He's uh he's my coach. Um, we have sessions every week. We actually had one today. Brought that hot fire, but um, you kind of tell him this is my goal. This is my plan, and 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 together we work on we work on just figuring out like what are what are the things I'm struggling with? What are the things I'm doing well? And what do I need to do this week to have to have my best week and have that have that ten out of ten hot fire kind of week? Um, so yeah, I would say for sure it's 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 most likely Stir, um, and he's a he's a hell of a coach. 
Shoutouts to Stir over here. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of people feel like you need to have something wrong with you or you need to be broken down to have a coach. When in reality, that's the farthest from the truth. I have like three coaches. Yeah. I have like I have my meditation coach. I have Carlito. I have my guitar teacher. I got a lot of coaches. And, and it's that's, really, that's the key. People think that all the time when, whenever they hear about, uh, whenever they hear about like continual growth, what we do and they're like, oh, I know someone who's down in the dumps. Like maybe this person would be perfect. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's most of the people that we work with, they're already high performers, but they're looking for, they're looking for more, right? Because at the end of the day, whoever we're working with, you're the one that needs to, you're the one that needs to do the work, right? We're just going to help you kind of figure out what it is that you need to do and, and hold you accountable to it. We're going to finish off with my favorite question. You ready for this fire? I'm ready. If you had the world's attention for one minute, what would you say? Love life. Love life. Love life. You only get, you only get one life. You need to just like enjoy it. Be in the present moment. Don't worry so much about the past. Um, don't worry so much about the future. And I'm not trying to sit here and say this as, as someone who's, who's perfect and who's able to do these things all the time. This is something that I work at all day, every day. Uh, I carry a gratitude rock in my, in my pocket. Um, but every time I touch it, I think of something, what's one thing that I'm, I'm grateful for. And, and the more that you're, the more that you're able to be grateful, the more you're, you're, you're going to be able to, to enjoy life and find, find the good things in life. Um, and, and I think that's, that's for sure is, is it, that, that's what I'm going with. Cause a lot of times it's, it's very easy to, it's way easier to be negative than it is to be positive. So you kind of have to have to override those, override those emotions, your, your natural default emotions. Um, but, but 100%, man, love, love life, live it to the fullest. You never know. Like only, only right now is the only thing that's fucking happen. So when the opportunity comes for you to do something that maybe you don't get to do every day and your natural instinct says, ah, nah, I might, I might chill out on that. That's exactly when you got to be like, all right, let me make this happen. I love that. Love life. And I also love that your shirt says create on it. That's super dope. Create, create happiness through growth. I love all that. Day. Love it. Growth. Awesome. Let the followers and listeners know where they can connect with you. It's been a great episode, man. Okay. Yeah. The, perf- the, the best place, probably Instagram. Um, Bwanka, spelled B-W-A-N-K-A. Um, you can find me there. I'm really active on, on, on Instagram. Uh, also continual growth. You can find us there on Instagram, um, on the, our website, continualgrowth.ca. You can find all of our tools, all of our, all of our products. Um, and then we also have the podcast, uh, the continual growth podcast. We're on episode 127. We had an episode with you, which was, which was, we brought some of that hot fire. Super sick um, episode. Yeah, and also if you're if you're looking for a real estate agent, you're looking to buy, sell, lease, you can also reach out to me um, through any of those mediums. You'll be able you'll be able to find me. Um, but yeah, man, all day positive vibes always, and, and just just love life. Good vibes only. Hey, awesome, man. Have a great one. Thanks for coming on. We'll have to have Stir on soon. Okay, perfect. Thanks for bringing me on. It was a great show. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Desk Bound Therapy Podcast. 
take a second, leave me a five-star comment and a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd love to know your thoughts about the show, what you like best, and who you'd like me to have on. 